Welcome to the Jesus Christ, Our Savior and Redeemer podcast, presented by BYU Speeches, featuring BYU devotionals and forums that testify of Christ's teachings, His life, ministry, and mission, and His sacred atonement. Be sure to check out our other podcasts by searching BYU Speeches wherever you get your podcasts, or by visiting speeches.byu.edu slash podcasts. This devotional address, entitled A Testimony of Christ, was given on March 13th of 1979 by James E. Faust, then a member of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I have come this morning to speak to you of holy things and to speak of sacred happenings. Perhaps it may not be given to us to fully understand these occurrences except through the intelligence of the Holy Spirit. I pray for that special spirit for both you and for myself so that we may come to a perfect understanding concerning these sacred matters. I pray that we may worship together in spirit and truth. I will speak to you today concerning a testimony of Christ. I can speak to you with some insight and feeling on this subject because of two reasons. Firstly, I am the most newly called of the special witnesses. No one else in the world has more recently experienced the sacred happenings of coming to this sacred calling than I. Secondly, Sister Faust and I have recently walked in some of the pathways of the Savior. What I have to say to you, however, is more than feelings, but is rather fact and knowledge to me, the truth of which may be known to you by sacred whisperings. The things of the Spirit are most to be treasured because from these spiritual reassurances come the sacred inner peace and strength, as was the testimony of John the Baptist, a man can receive nothing except it be given him from heaven. Each has to come to his own witness concerning Jesus as the Christ. I wish this morning to set my seal upon this knowledge. Let us begin with Peter. <clears throat> no one is, was in a better position to know than was Peter. Peter was credible. Peter was there, said Peter. For we have not followed cunningly devised fables when we made known unto you the power and coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. For we were eyewitnesses to his majesty. Anyone who claims discipleship cannot help but have a special appreciation for the calling of the first apostles and their authority. And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon called Peter, Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And he saith unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And they straightway left their nets and followed him. And going on from thence, he saw other two brethren, James the son of Zebedee and John his brother in a ship, 
with Zebedee their father mending their nets. And he called them, and immediately they left the ship and their father and followed him. Matthew. These came early to a testimony of his divinity. Again the next day, after John stood and two of his disciples, and looking upon Jesus as he walked, he saith, Behold the Lamb of God. And one of the two which heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first findeth his own brother Simon, and saith unto him, We have found the Messiah, which is being interpreted the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. And when Jesus beheld him, he said, Thou art Simon, son of Jonah. Thou shalt be called Cephas, which is interpreted a stone, John. The day following, Jesus went, would go forth into Galilee, and findeth Philip, and saith unto him, Follow me. Philip findeth Nathanael, and saith unto him, We have found him, of whom Moses in the law and the prophets did write, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Nathanael said unto him, Can there be any good thing come out of Nazareth? Philip saith unto him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him, and saith unto him, Behold an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no guile. Nathanael answered and saith unto him, Rabbi, thou art the Son of God, thou art the King of Israel. Jesus answered and said to him, Because I said unto, them, I, unto thee, I saw thee under a fig tree, believest thou? Thou shalt see greater things than these. And he saith unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Hereafter ye shall see heaven open, and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. John. The first recorded assignment to the twelve recalls. And when he called, them, called unto him his twelve disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. As ye go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely ye have received, freely give. Provide neither gold nor silver nor brass for in your purses, neither scrip for your journey, neither two coats, neither shoes, nor yet stays, for the workman is worthy of his meat. And into whatsoever city or town ye shall enter, inquire who in it is worthy, and there abide till ye go hence. And when ye come into an house, salute it. And if the house be worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it not be worthy, let your peace return to you. Matthew. Peter frequently testified concerning the divinity of the Savior. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Said Jesus unto the twelve, Will ye also go away? Peter answered, To whom shall we go? 
We believe and are sure that thou hast the words of eternal life. And we believe and are sure that thou art that Christ, the Son of the living God. John. Much training is necessary for the ancient as well as the modern disciples. And being in the house, he asked them, What was it that ye disputed, disputed among yourselves by the way? And they held their peace, for by the way they had disputed among themselves. Who should be the greatest? And he sat down and called the twelve and saith unto them, If any man desire to be first, the same shall be the last of all, and the servant of all. And he took a child and set him in the midst of them. And when he had taken him into his arms, he said unto them, Mark, Verily I say unto you, Except ye be converted, and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever shall humble himself as this little child, the same shall be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoso shall receive one such child in my name, receiveth me, Matthew. Others were given a testimony concerning his divinity in little Bethany. Many marvelous things happened, not the least of which was raising Lazarus from the dead. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it thee. Jesus saith unto her, Thy brother shall rise again. Martha saith unto him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the light. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whoso liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? She saith unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world. John. And when he had thus spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes. And his face was bound about with a napkin. Jesus saith unto him, Loose him and let him go. Then many of the Jews which came to Mary and had seen the things which Jesus did believed on him. John. Peter's personal testimony was strengthened by his experience of walking in the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, Wherefore didst thou doubt? And when they were come into the ship, the wind ceased. Then they that were in the ship came and worshipped him, saying, Of a truth, thou art the Son of God. 
John, Matthew. There were many who believed, but for social reasons lacked the faith to follow. Nevertheless, among the chief rulers also many believed on him, but because of the Pharisees they did not confess him, lest they should be put out of the synagogue, for they loved the praise of men more than the praise of God. Matthew. Now we approach the Easter season. There is no greater testimony of Jesus Christ than that found in the story of the crucifixion and the resurrection. The end began at Little Bethany, which is on the other side of the Mount of Olives. The Savior passed round the brow of the mount through a little Bethpage. Of Wednesday we have no record. Thursday was the preparation for the Passover. And when the hour was come, he sat down and the twelve apostles with him. And he took the cup and gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among yourselves, for I say unto you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God shall come. Luke. Following this, Jesus performed the great symbolic act of washing the disciples' feet. After having poured water into a basin, he began washing the disciples' feet to wipe them with a towel wherewith he was girded. Peter saith unto him, Thou shalt never wash my feet. And Jesus answered him, If I wash thee not, thou hast no part in me. Simon Peter saith unto him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. John. Jesus at the Last Supper announced the betrayal. Now there was leaning on Jesus' bosom one of his disciples whom Jesus loved. Simon Peter therefore beckoned to him that he should ask who it should be of whom he spake. Then lying on Jesus' breast saith unto him, Lord, is it I? Jesus answered, He it is to whom I shall give a sop when I have dipped it. And when he had dipped the sop, he gave it to Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. And after the sop, Satan entered into him. Then said Jesus unto him, That thou doest, do quickly. Now no man at the table knew for what intent he spake this unto him. John. Then followed the sacrament, and as they did eat, Jesus took bread and blessed and brake it and gave it to them and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, and they all drank of it. And he said unto him, This is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many. Mark. The training of the apostles was continuing, and the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. Luke. Peter and the other disciples professed complete loyalty. Simon Peter said unto him, Lord, whither goest thou? Jesus answered him, where I go, thou canst not follow me. Follow now, but 
thou shalt follow me afterwards. Peter said unto him, Lord, why cannot I follow thee now? I will lay down my life for thy sake. Jesus answered him, Wilt thou lay down thy life for my sake? Verily, verily, I say unto thee, The cock shall not crow till thou hast denied me thrice. John. Then follow the great discourse found in John 14. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we, how can we know the way? Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man cometh unto the Father but by me. John. If ye love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another Comforter, that he may abide with you forever. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things, and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you." That seems to be a great promise for the students at the Brigham Young University. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. John. After they had sung a hymn, they went out into the Mount of Olives, walking down through the Kidron Valley. The disciples were commanded again to love one another. This is my commandment, that ye love one another as I have loved you. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. They were reminded that the world would hate them. If the world hates you, ye know that it hated me before it hated you. John. Then began the great intercessory prayer. And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent, with a prayer for unity and sanctification, that they all may be one, as thou, Father, art in me and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent us. I and I in them, and thou in me, that they may be made perfect in one, that the world may know that thou hast sent me, and hast loved them as thou lovest me. John. And arriving at the first slope on the Mount of Olives, he took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, and began to be sorrowful. Then saith he unto them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful. Even unto death, tarry ye here and watch with me. And he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, O oh, my Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt, Matthew. 
And he came back and found Peter, James, and John asleep and said unto them, Peter, what could ye not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit is indeed willing, but the flesh is weak. And he went away the second time and prayed, saying, O my Father, if this cup may not pass away from me except I drink it, thy will be done. Matthew. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly, and the sweat was, as it were, great drops of blood falling to the ground. Luke. This is described in the Doctrine and Covenants, which suffering caused myself even God, the greatest of all to tremble because of pain, and to bleed at every pore, and to suffer both body and spirit, and would that I might not drink the bitter cup and shrink. This suffering was described as sore and exquisite, and he came and found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy. And he left them and went away and prayed the third time, saying the same words. Then cometh he to his disciples and saith unto him, Sleep on, take your rest. Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. Behold, he is at hand that doth betray me. Matthew. Judas knew where to find the Savior. He had been there often with the disciples. The Savior could see the band of men and officers coming down through the gate with lanterns and torches and weapons. He could hear the armor clanking and could perhaps follow every footstep as they came down the hill, crossed over the little brook at the bottom of the valley Kidron, and into the garden. Jesus, therefore, knowing all things that should come upon him, went forth and said unto them, Whom seek ye? They answered him, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus saith unto him, I am he. And Judas also, which betrayed him, stood with them. As soon as they had said unto them, I am he, they went backward and fell to the ground. Without question, they were overpowered by the occasion. Then asked he them again, Whom seek ye? And as they said, Jesus of Nazareth, Jesus answered, I have told you that I am he. If therefore ye seek me, let these go their way. John. Impulsive Simon Peter had a sword which he could not resist using and cut off the high priest's servant Malchus' right ear. Then said Jesus unto him, Put up again thy sword into his place, for all they that shall take the sword shall perish with the sword. Thinkest thou that I cannot now pray to my father, and he shall presently give me more than twelve legions of angels? But how then shall the scriptures be fulfilled? And thus it must be. In the same hour, Jesus said to the multitudes, Are ye come out as against a thief with swords and staves for to take me? I sat daily with you in the temple, and ye laid no hand on me. Matthew. Then the band and the captain and the officers 
to the Jews took Jesus and bound him, and they all forsook him and fled. And there followed him a certain young man having a linen cloth cast about his naked body. And the young man laid hold on him, and he left the linen cloth and fled from them naked. Mark. Jesus was first questioned by Ananias. Jesus answered him, I spake openly to the world. I ever taught in the synagogue and in the temple whether the, Jew, whether the Jews always resort, and in secret I said nothing. John. The pretrial examination took place before Caiaphas and the council at the high house of Caiaphas, which is on the hill across from the Garden of Gethsemane, and at that time inside of the wall. At that hearing it is recorded, for many bear false witness against him, but their witness agreed not together. And that's not uncommon in tribunals. Mark. But Jesus held his peace, and the high priest answered and said unto him, I adjure thee by the living God, that thou tell us whether thou be the Christ, the Son of God. Matthew. And Jesus said, I am, and ye shall see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of power and coming in the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest rent his clothes and saith, What need we have any further witness? Ye have heard the blasphemy, what think ye? And they all condemned him to be guilty of death. And some began to spit on him and to cover his face and to buffet him and say unto him, Prophesy, and the servants did strike him with the palms of their hands. Mark. And when they had blindfolded him, they struck him on the face and asked him, saying, Prophesy, who is it that smote thee? Peter was also at the palace of Caiaphas. One of the maids of Caiaphas, the high priest, came, and when he saw Peter, Warming himself, she looked upon him and said, And thou also wast with Jesus of Nazareth. But he denied it, saying, I know not, neither I understand what thou sayest. And he went out into the porch, and the cock crew. And the maid saw him again and began to say to them that stood by, This is one of them. And he denied it again. And a little after they stood by and said again to Peter, Surely thou art one of them, for thou art a Galilean, and thy speech agreeeth thereto. But he again began to curse and swear, saying, I know not this man of whom ye speak. And the second time the cock crew. And Peter called to mind the word, that Jesus said unto him, Before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. And he wept when he thought thereon. He wept. Mark. The formal trial and condemnation is briefly recorded. The charge again was blasphemy. Art thou the Christ? Tell us. And he said unto them, If I tell thee, ye will not believe. And if I also ask ye, you will not answer me, nor let me go. 
Hereafter shall the Son of Man sit on the right hand of the power of God. And they said they all, Art thou then the Son of God? And he said unto them, Ye say that I am. And he said, What need we have any further witness? For we ourselves have heard it of his own mouth. Luke. Judas, as it is recorded, repented himself and brought again thirty pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders, saying, I have sinned in that I have betrayed the innocent blood. And they said, What is that to us? See, to, see thou to that. And he cast down the pieces of silver in the temple, and they departed, and he went and hanged himself. At the second appearance before Pilate, Pilate again found him innocent. I, having examined him before you, have found no fault in this man, touching those things whereof ye accuse him, nor yet herald, for I sent you to him, and lo, nothing worthy of death is done to unto him. I will therefore chastise him and release him. Luke. The release was <clears throat> of one was necessary before the Passover. Jesus was then scourged and mocked, probably forty lashes, less one. And they stripped him and put him in a scarlet robe. And when they had plaited a crown of thorns, they put it upon his head and a reed in his right hand. And they bowed the knee before him, mocking, saying, Hail the King of the Jews. And they spit on him and took a reed and smote him on the head. Pilate pled for Jesus, and from thenceforth Pilate sought to release him. But the Jews cried out, saying, If thou let this man go, thou art not Caesar's friend. Whosoever maketh himself a king speaketh against Caesar. John. Simon, a Cyrenian, a countryman, the father of Alexander and Rufus, was compelled to carry the cross. By this time the purple had been taken from him, and his own clothes put back on, and he was led to Golgotha, the place of the skull, to be crucified. There were two thieves who were crucified with him, one on the right hand and one on the left, and over his head the accusation was written, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Darkness came from the sixth to the ninth hour. Jesus cried in Aramaic, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, that is to say, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Matthew. And when Jesus had cried in a loud voice, he said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. And having thus said, he gave up the ghost. Luke. And the soldiers who were watching Jesus received something of a testimony. Now when the centurion and they that were with him watching Jesus saw the earthquake and those things which were done, they feared greatly, saying, Truly this is the Son of God. Matthew. It was now Sunday, the end of the Sabbath. While still dark came Mary Magdalene to the sepulcher and found the stone rolled away. Then she runneth and cometh to Simon Peter and the other disciples of whom Jesus loved and saith unto him, 
They have taken away my Lord out of the sepulcher, and we know not where they have laid him. John. The women came into the sepulcher and found the body of the Lord Jesus gone, and when it came to pass, they were much perplexed. Thereabout, behold, two men stood by them in shining garments, and they were afraid, and bowed down their faces to earth, and they said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spake unto you in Galilee? Luke. Jesus appeared to Mary Magdalene. Jesus saith unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? Whom seekest thou? She, supposing him to be the gardener, said unto him, Sir, if thou have borne him thence, tell me where thou hast laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus saith unto her, Mary. She turned herself and saith unto him, Rabboni, which is to say, Master. Jesus saith unto her, Touch me not, for I am not yet ascended unto my Father. But go to my brethren and say unto them, I ascend to my Father and your Father, and to my God and to your God. John. And Jesus came and spake unto them, All power is given unto me in heaven and earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. Matthew. And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be imbued with power from on high. And he led them out as far as Bethany, and he lifted up his hands and blessed them. And when it came to pass, while he blessed them as he parted from them and carried up into heaven, and they worshiped him and returned to Jerusalem for great joy, and they were continually in the temple praising and blessing God. Luke. I now wish to set my seal and testimony upon these events, and the divine calling of Jesus as our Lord, Savior, and Redeeming in my calling as the newest special witness. In my journal of September 28, 1978, it is noted, Today I was called as a member of the Council of the Twelve Apostles of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I have prayed to make myself somehow worthy in a small measure and to be qualified, and I hope that I come to this new calling with a pure heart and purged of all personal ambition. I will not chronicle further the details concerning this calling because they are so personal and so sacred that the smallest part which one feels cannot be said. I am certain that it is an experience like none other. It is a feeling of terrible aloneness, a feeling of the wounds of the heart, a feeling of sweet agony. There are the buffetings of Satan and the encircling warm comfort of the spirit of the Master. There are the feelings of crushing burden, self-doubts and unworthiness, the fleeting feeling of being alone and then of being reinforced a hundredfold 
this special sacred feeling is a sustaining influence and often a very close companion. I have prayed to be sustained in a work that I have come to appreciate more than life itself. I testify that he lives, that he loves us, that this is his holy work. I testify that his are the words of eternal life. I testify that through this Church his work and his glory to bring about the immortality and eternal life of the faithful and the obedient is being done. I humbly ask the blessings of Almighty God to be upon us all, especially upon you choice, wonderful young students and missionaries. I pray that you may be blessed in your hearts and in your minds to come to a knowledge of who you are and what your individual work in this life is to be. I pray that in this great university your spiritual batteries may be filled to overflowing to sustain you all of the days of your lives. I pray that you may be courageous and strong in your resolve to be obedient to what you have been taught and what you know in your hearts to be right. And I invoke these blessings upon you and leave this testimony in the sacred name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to the Jesus Christ, Our Savior and Redeemer podcast, presented by BYU Speeches. Please check out our other podcasts of recent speeches, classic speeches, and BYU Speeches compilations on overcoming adversity by study and by faith. Come follow me, love and marriage, and the prophet Joseph Smith. Go to speeches.byu.edu and click on podcasts for more information. You can also find all BYU Speeches podcasts at your preferred podcast provider.